That was such a slick press of the intro music button. Welcome. I'm back. It's me, it's Burge. It is season two, episode five of the Personal Trainer Daily. As always, for now, always for now, that doesn't, that's a contradiction, but this episode is about contradictions. Let me tell you, let me tell you, uh, going out on usual podcast places. If you're listening to me right now, welcome. If you're watching the video I put up on my Instagram, because you know, just content everywhere, being efficient with my content creation. Welcome to you too. Uh, in fact, if you're watching this on Instagram, you've probably gone about, I don't know, 15, 20 seconds ago. So if you're still here, you're a rare breed. Maybe I should put this on YouTube. That's where people watch videos really, isn't it? But hey, we'll get to that one day. One day I'll get there. One day I'll get there. Anyway, today, so uh, I want to talk about back pain because the day this goes out, the very Tuesday this goes out, Lift the Bar running a webinar with Adam Meekins. Now, Adam is amazing. He's also absolutely hilarious. Hilarious guy uh, when it comes to his educational resources on how to manage all things pain. And it got me thinking about I mean, him and Michael Ben Cormack especially have influenced my, uh, my stance on back pain and how I help clients manage that. Because let's face it, most clients at some stage are going to have it. It's just the way of the world. People don't come to personal training with fit, strong, healthy bodies for the most part. And even if they did, there's going to be some stage where a lower back just starts feeling grouchy, whether that is because of that old progressive overload on your spinal erectors, or there's something potentially more sinister at play. But how we manage that without going down the pathway of being therapists or physios and staying in our scope of practice is really difficult. Because clients expect us to know everything, everything. And it got me thinking about back to the days when I was really heavy into learning from people in more senior positions than me. And I did the wrong thing in many respects of just taking their word as a blunt instrument and then changing everything I did. I fell into the FMS trap. I fell into doing consults that really, I, I was doing consults that was looking for problems rather than looking for what people could do. I was looking for what problems existed way too much. And the language you use in that, this as, as an example, right? Uh, when it comes to looking at particular things, like looking at the body weight squat, looking at the body weight squat as a prime example of where I kind of fucked up a little bit with my coaching of clients a few, a few years, many moons back. I'm old, man. I'm getting old, man. Um, you look at the body weight squat and the knees go into valgus. And I was taught for a long while, I was taught, Knees going to valgus, that means there's bound to be a uh, an impact on the hip, which is going to pull the QL out, and then somebody will almost certainly be experiencing back pain because of it. You make these tenuous links because the knees go inwards a little bit, that somebody must be, absolutely must be experiencing back pain. And of course, most people do. <laughs> but if you were, like the whole causation correlation thing, right, uh, is raining outside, you must have back pain. Most people especially people with sedentary, have problems with their lower backs at certain points because of a variety of reasons. A lack of strength in particular places, uh, terrible movement patterns in others. Who knows? Who knows? It's so complex. Pain is such a complex thing. But of course, I was there doing my screenings. People were like, whoa, 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 back up. Don't do that again. Your knees bowed inwards. And let me tell you, let me tell you, Mrs. Smith, knees bow inwards, QL's flare, do you, sit down, talk to Burge. Come on, sit down, talk to Burge. Do you, uh, do you suffer with back pain? Thought so. Let me tell you what we're going to do. We're going to fix that for you. 
but uh, if you don't get things right, you know, of course you get the odd consult here and there where it's like, oh, whoa, well, your knees have gone inwards. I went a bit Brent, don't mind. They went, no, your knees went a bit inwards. Do you suffer from back pain? They're like, no, no, I'm, I'm all right. It's like, you will soon. You're going to experience it. Let me tell you, you're going to experience it soon. Because when your knees go inwards, <laughs> you can tell I watched a David Brent movie the other night, Life on the Road. Really awful. I felt really sad about it because basically it's David Brent with a cast of people who are just really un, just not nice people. And it felt like it was a whole movie shaming David Brent where, you know, he's meant to be a little bit of a lovable knobhead. I digress. You know, you know the rules right now. I'm allowed to digress. I'm allowed to, it's my podcast. I don't even have guests on. So I can digress if I want, okay? But anyway, going back, knees bone inwards. Do you get back pain? No, you will. I promise you, you're going to get back pain. That's just the way the body works. Because I was told by people up upstairs on the higher floors, that's exactly how it works. And the, the awful thing, the awful thing, not an awful thing. The good thing was the client kind of bought into my vision of training. And then you ask them, like, is your back feeling better? It's like, yeah. Yeah, my back's feeling way better. Like, you're a genius, Burge. You're a genius, Christopher. Well done. Thank you. Here's some more of my cash monies. And of course, then it just it gives you confirmation bias. It gives you confirmation bias that, okay, this definitely happens. I'm helping someone's lower back. They've, but if we strip all that back, like if somebody's not training and you make them a little bit stronger around the hips, around the trunk, around everywhere, and ask them to move more and like be more active in their day-to-day -day life, like every pain for the most part goes away again, unless there's something that needs to happen surgically or, or something that is, again, just it's inexplainable. So these days there's no FMS for me. There's no functional movement screen. It's like they come in and I'm like, let's find what you can do and make you even better at that. And if they find, uh, they, they come in with, with language barriers, like I can't do this, I can't do that. So I always can find something you can do. I can always find something you can do. It's like my lower back hurts. It's like, well, I'm going to find exercises that we find don't flare up your lower back and actually make you feel strong and empowered and like you can do stuff. Because if we can do that, then I promise you, you're going to get on just fine. And what you find when you've got a relationship like that is that I'm not being judged on whether or not somebody experiences more or less pain or whether I'm curing or healing or making things worse on particular issues. It's like the client knows I'm completely in it to find what they can do rather than what they cannot. Now I need to brush up on my knowledge about back pain. So I'm on that webinar. And if I'm not on the webinar, I'm going to be like downloading the recording as a good lifter bar member. Like I want to be first and foremost, when it comes to LTB, I want to be a good member of LTB itself. So we've got an expert in this field of pain management and pain science. And somebody's able to help me empower my clients even more, take me a stage further. Like this is amazing stuff. And it boggles the mind that there's trainers out there that don't want to learn how to help clients manage their pain better, empower them, give them empowering language, good conversation skills, and find what they can do. Because when we do that, we end up with a better client base and actually a more rewarding client base too. You know, we're not sat down doing clams or, or like too much like slow paced stuff. Clients want to feel energized and get endorphins rushing. If you're spending like 45 minutes of an entire session doing effectively like plastic rehab, 
is it really the best use of their time? If they need rehab, take them to a rehab specialist. We're there to make them feel great. And your language and the skills you use to do that is super important, super duper important. So I've got a request for you. I've got a request for you. If, if you are somebody that has these inbuilt biases that if like X cause happens, it absolutely must correlate to this outcome. Please watch this webinar. Please watch it. Because I promise you, I promise you, you're going to be a better trainer for it. If you listen to this, I don't know, in like 2023, I was looking at my podcast stats from when I was at the hiatus from January and like people are still listening to stuff that I put out last year. That blows my mind. So thanks for being here, podcast listeners and you little Instagrammers. Boop. You get you get a nose boop. You get a nose boop, all right? Um, so please watch it. And if you guys need any help getting access to it, like if you're not a member of Lift the Bar, you want to watch it for free, it, mail me. I'm an adult human being. Uh, I don't bite unless you want me to. <laughs> God, why, why do I? I don't know why I do that. Uh, like, send me an email. I'll send you the link to it. Because if you get better results for your clients, if you get a more empowered career because of it, then like we all win, right? We all win. So get in contact. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Bye. I don't know why I do that either. Like, don't know. No idea. Stop doing it.